The Movie Hour, episode 24, March 3rd, 2009. Spoiler alert, the following hour of programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Welcome everybody to the Richard Gears Adopt-A-Pet Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney, podcasting from Lake Orion, Michigan. Hey everyone, this is Jim Maloney from Rochester Hills, Michigan. And Jeff Hendrickson from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I want everybody to uh, know that I have a timer here, a clock, specifically set up just to you know count the time that Hollywood's missing. Joaquin Phoenix, we're now on like 30, you know, it's like 26 days I believe we have, and Joaquin Phoenix has not broken say? down. Not broken down. It's in military time. I don't know what's oh, going on. All right. Yeah, it's tough to read those clocks in military time. Yeah. I agree <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Joaquin Phoenix, uh, unfortunately, was not able to attend this show. Maybe we'll get him on him soon. Get on soon, so he can, uh, like I said, tell his side of the story. Other news: I did not catch Legend of Chun Li as promised to everybody. We're gonna have to get a review of Legend of Chun Li soon. I believe all the comments on YouTube are not real. People just don't understand art when they see it. Legend of Chun Li is gonna be a great film. And I hope you guys uh, go out and see it. Jeff, is this on your list, Legend of Chun-Li? No. Oh, well, never mind then. Never mind. <laughs> my apologies. Uh, I, I, my may, apologies. I may go see a couple of movies this week, but that's not going to be one of them. Gotcha. Is it still uh, 15 degrees in Philadelphia like it is here? It's it's pretty damn cold here. I mean, I don't think it got down to 15, but I think low was like 25 today or something like that, which is, for Philadelphia, quite cold. <laughs> for Philadelphia... The place of brotherly love. The, yeah, the city of brotherly that. love. Not just a place, it's a city. <laughs> oh, well done, well done. Uh, so, we have, I do have some big plans. Watchmen, obviously, big dot on the calendar, coming out Friday, which actually we'll be going to see Sunday, because we don't want to, you know, be there with all the, you know, people and cool don't leather Don't go in there, don't go in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't get, I don't go see movies on weekends anymore. <laughs> Well, we should be seeing, I think we're going to go at 3, which I don't know, I think matinee time, you have to show up at like 11 a.m. now to get the discount price, but I think we'll be we'll be alright, but really pumped for that, really pumped for that. But uh, I also caught this this week, um, in the break, I caught a great movie, The Hustler, finally, you would think I would have seen it, you know, sometime before now. I'm but. sorry to interrupt, but when are you going to see Harold and Maude? It's on my queue, man, yes. it's on my queue, well, I haven't, all right. what, I mean, number? what number? What number? is what I'm saying, yeah, I'm serious, because... I just don't feel like you're a complete person until you've seen that. All right, all right, I'll work on it. I'll work on all it. All right. And by the way, we had some great, uh, we had some great listener response where um, you had mentioned in our Valentine's episode about how Harold and Maude, if a girl had rented it for for Valentine's Day, we wouldn't mind watching it. And you said you'd you better give that girl a ring if she rented it on Valentine's Day. Yeah, my, I remember uh, saying that. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my sister. Uh, Michelle W. ended up saying, oh, well, I like Harold and Maude. Should I marry Jeff? That's weird. <laughs> I didn't see well, that. She's married, by the way. She's married, by the way. Damn it. Well, she, that was that was off. That was not on the boards. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Anyhow, you're ruining my review of The Hustler, the, the 1961 smash hit with Paul Newman and Jackie Gleason. It was... I had seen The Color of Money, and The Color of Money is supposed to be, like, what, 30 years later sequel of, of The Hustler. And it's... It's nothing like Color the Money, Color Money, and Paul Newman plays. He doesn't play the same guy whatsoever. It's pretty much a story about a hustler and pool. I thought it was gonna be like a, a lot of schemes, a lot of you know, like underhanded, you know, plots to take money. Like but the, really, the billiards it, version of a heist film. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be the Sting, but billiards, you know, and it ended up really being just. This is the life of a hustler. Look how terrible it is. Look at the people around him and how he deals with it, and has. Has a lot of, I think it has a lot of themes in it that I, even I need to watch like three more times. I already returned it though because I'm trying to get to Harold and Maude faster for Jeff. So anyhow, genius movie. I can see why people think Color Money is just completely off off the road compared to this. Like it was nothing like um, the Color Money, and I would recommend it. Good movie. Um, I'm not ready to put the the Gunga Pit seal of approval, but I need to, I need to see it again for sure. And the name Fast Eddie is just you know it's a great nickname. You can't you can't beat that. Know what I'm saying? I hear you. I agree. <laughs> so, Jim, what did you I see this it. week? Uh, I, I ended up seeing a movie called Disturbia. And oh, Disturbia. Jesus. That, sounds, fami- Disturbia? that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah. It was, it was like Eddie Murphy in that or something? It started or? out as one of those conversations with the coworkers. It's like, oh, have you seen this movie? I'm like, no, I haven't. 
like the next day. Oh, this is the rear. This <laughs> is the rear window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We actually asked on a previous uh, Gunga cast, like, who's going to be the one to go see and find out yeah. who it is? And I said, yeah. it's not going to be me, and I'm glad it wasn't. <laughs> so, how, how so was awesome. it? Yeah, so anyway, she brought it in, even though I didn't really ask her for it, but uh, she brought it in, so I was kind of polite and took it home and watched it. <laughs> the classic oh. coworker. Oh, have you seen this yet? Like, you're, like you're missing yeah. a huge part of human culture by not exactly. seeing this. All right, great. That's, yeah. Is she a loyal listener like Joaquin uh, is? No, unfortunately oh, she's okay. not. Joaquin um, actually hasn't been listening the last few weeks. I don't know what's going on with him. He seemed, I, I hope he's okay. Got a big career out of him. That's right. He's busy. Jim, so, yeah, yes. Disturbia, uh, 2007 film. Um it starts with uh, Shia LaBeouf playing a high schooler who's under house arrest. Um, he, he lives at home. Just like Rear Window. No. Yeah, just what, like what, Rear Window. What, what, no, what, what, what was he under house arrest for? Um, basically, his dad died in an accident with him, and then like the next year, some teacher made a comment about how he's doing bad in school, and his dad wouldn't be proud of him, so he punched out his teacher. And that was, like, yeah. offense number, like, six Way to go, LaBeouf. So they put him under house arrest. Uh, he lives at home with his mom, who's played by Carrie Ann Moss of uh, Matrix fame. Um, basically... Ah, still got a career, huh? That's great. Good apparently, yeah. Um, so, you know, through being bored, he ends up kind of spying on uh, his neighborhood, ends up spying slash meeting the girl next door, played by somewhat newcomer Sarah Romer. Um, they end up... Uh, kind of spying together on a suspicious neighbor who may or may not be this killer that's been on the news and stuff. Um, he's played by David Morse, who just doesn't get enough credit in my book. He's really oh, good David at everything Morse he does. Awesome. Yeah, Absolutely he's, he's awesome. awesome. Um, unfortunately, he's in this movie, which is a predictable thriller <laughs> type. Um, yeah, everything that you think is going to happen does. It's just one of those movies that want you know meant to make you jump at certain spots. Um, if you're just looking to pass the time or have some basic fun, then I guess it's worth a rental. But otherwise, it's just generic. So you haven't answered the number one question. You've seen Rear Window, right? Yes, I have. Is this the remake? Is this a, a remake of Rear Window? Like uh, it's definitely version? not a remake. Um, I can see how someone could try and say that they inspired them to make this movie with you know the whole I'm looking out the window and I can't leave. But that's about it. Hmm. I'm not sure if I can trust you. Okay. Jeff, you might have to see this movie. <laughs> There's absolutely no chance of that happening, Greg. I am not going to go see that movie. If it uh, helps, the Sarah Roma girl's pretty cute. There you well, go. it helps a little. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, I, I actually, I uh, got, I was very excited for it. I, I, I moved it immediately to the top of my Netflix queue. Uh, the movie Choke, which recently came out on DVD. By the way, this is one of the first movies oh, get we prepared. talked about on the Gunga cast. It's kind of coming full circle now that it's uh, on DVD. I wanted to mention that. Now that I can. That is sort of cool. I like that. That gives me a little fuzzy feeling. Yeah, awesome. yeah, because you saw it in the theater, right, Greg? Yeah, that's All a true right. story. So, um... I, uh, I I got a couple thoughts about this movie. I um, I haven't I, I read the book. I haven't read it in five or six years, but it was one of my all-time favorites, and I read it at least three times I think back then. And I really I, I still really have a lot of uh, affection for this book. Now we all know everybody knows it's really difficult to turn a book into a movie, and it, like trying to stay the course, I guess, as far as thematic elements is something that you very rarely see. I think, actually, uh, by the same author, Fight Club was was one of the few movies that I think really accomplished uh, that kind of, you know, really holding yeah. the theme together. Uh, so that having been said, I was actually pretty happy with this movie um, until the last five or seven minutes of it when it just all fell to shit. Like, they had all the makings of having the great ending. The, the, the ending in this book was just phenomenal. For those who haven't read it, the ending was kind of this culmination of all these kind of separate themes coming together in, the, in this enormous uh, just explosion almost and a phenomenal ending of a book. And the end of the movie was just sad and pathetic and totally, totally... Hollywood romantic comedy, and I was in, it, it ruined the rest of the movie for me. So that's that's how I felt about it. Do you think uh, we sort of need Jim to see this movie because you yeah, and I like I, mean, I, I, I love this book, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, I've, yeah, I read it. You you forced me to. You 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 gave it to me when I went out to Seattle a long time ago. Good, yeah, great book. And I felt the exact same way. I really I thought. Um, uh, 
God, I keep forgetting Rockwell the, the second. Job, well, yeah, not Rockwell. I'm talking about the second hand man. Rockwell did do a good job. Houston, did, Houston did a good job too. Who was the second hand man's name? Oh, uh, William, William Henke. Henke, Henke, yeah, Henke, yeah. <laughs> Henke of famous whatever, actor fame. William Henke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think everyone did a good job, and it's, yeah, same situation or same feelings about it, where they had every every item they needed at like three quarters of the movie to you know stay true to the book, and then they just blew it. And yeah, just yeah, totally I was, wrecked it. I, mean, I had a hard time. Like I cut parts out, but it just yeah. wrecked the ending. Yeah. So James, we need to get you to see this to give us a perspective of you know the non-reader view. Yeah, exactly. Because it's going to be different for sure. And um, I think, yeah, I think I think it was still a pretty decent movie. I think I gave it a three or a four on Netflix. Unfortunately, I, I was hard pressed. I was really hard pressed to give it. A I'm probably not going to like it because you won't be able to get the ending without any hints. Won't be able to get the ending. Sorry, that was a joke. As oh, a matchstick okay. man joke. Yeah, no, that's bull- don't get me started about matchstick man. Please, <laughs> I really don't want to talk about it. I get it. it. So, getting back to uh, getting back out of out of choke to the real deal. Watchmen, big time. I'm, I'm, I think I'm too pumped deal, for this. Are we sure? Yeah, it is the real deal. But so I think I'm too pumped for it. Think it's gonna it. be the number one box office seller this year, or what? It's gonna be big. I don't know if it is gonna be number one. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have that stamp. I'm not the guy. The guy to say that. I'm not like a businessman. I'm not big into advertising. But I do know that. No, I, I am. Haven't seen, you know what I tell you? I what? Even Transformers <laughs> Two is gonna beat it. Oh uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get to Megan Fox in a second. Yeah, that's, um, that's what that's, that was my reason number one. Right <laughs> so Watchmen. I haven't even I haven't even read the graphic novel, and I'm still super pumped for it. Is it just because the lack of what's going, lack of movies this month, these two months, or is it just because this is this movie really going to be like the big smash hit of the summer? Like it's not the summer yet, but it feels like it, doesn't it? When you say the lack of movies, all the uh, Oscar stuff has been re-released, so I don't know. Uh... <laughs> like just because they won an Oscar, I know you, I know you host like a movie podcast or whatever, you reali- but uh, you know, <laughs> you realize Oscars like. I don't. I want to say zero sum, but if tons of crappy movies come out, somebody still wins an Oscar. You do know that. But right? what, I, what I'm saying, they don't is say all, you guys suck. You guys suck. You're, no one's getting Oscars this year. 2008 is being re-released right now because it got Oscar buzz, or a lot of it is anyway. Whatever. Anyhow, okay, fine, that's old yeah. news. This is about a 2000. This is about 2009. What? What, what, year what, what I'm in? saying is, you're saying that there aren't good movies out in the theaters right now, and there must be. Uh, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. No problem. So, anyhow, the Watchmen. James. James and I will be going on Sunday with a uh, crew of loyal Gunga Gunga Pit kids. A cotillion. Yeah, a cotillion. <laughs> will you? Are you going to go catch this movie this weekend, Jeff? No, I'm not going to see it this, you're done with this weekend. I want to see it during the week. I, I can't. I okay. seriously, when I said earlier, I don't go see movies during weekends anymore. They, they just too many people in the theater. Everybody's talking. Somebody brings their three year old kid. They're screaming the whole time. I don't, I don't do it. It ruins it. I, I well, it ruins not to movies. get not to get too much on the on a side side trail here, but seeing a movie with a pack theater that's part of it, right? Pack theater me. movie. It depends on the movie. I think it plays a little better in action films if people are responding to the film, but <laughs> horror films, horror films—that—that's the one I want to go see it with a packed theater. Where everybody's like, going, oh, <laughs> oh shit, no, he didn't. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Like yeah, they're improving the movie at that point. That's great. What do you? What about Legend of Chun Li? Does that fall in your? Yeah, category? I would go see it? that in a packed theater. That's fantastic. <laughs> Unfortunately, you won't. Okay, have so that let's option. just let's narrow it down to B movies. I, I B okay. movies I will go see in a packed theater. Movies okay. he does not care about, he would go see in a back theater. Right, exactly. So, I don't have, I, I guess I don't have the big reasons, the big reasons to, uh, say why Watchmen will be number one grossing of the, of the year, but, you have, you have no, no big names in it whatsoever. You do have the big boy Zack Snyder putting together his, you know, 300 smash it while you're a graph, graphic genius, cine, cine, cinematic genius, and Bless now you. he's gonna be doing Watchmen, which is, Set for success, he can't miss. But other than that, you have nobody in this, and I like I don't know who it's gonna draw, who it's gonna draw other than you know comic people, obviously the Watchmen people, and just people bored. Well, Say, oh, this looks great. I think they have a. a I think they really have an excellent ad campaign, uh, apparently, because I'm not a comic book person at all. Like, I, I could I could give a shit. The, the only comic book movie I've seen in the last like three years in the theater was The Dark Knight. I think. Um, yeah, and uh, you and saw Hellboy. Even you saw Hellboy. 
Is that a comic book? I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's you. Uh, anyway, so, um, but, uh, like, I'm not a comic book person, but I'm pumped for this because it, the, the ads look great. Even before I saw a trailer, I just love the idea. Of, like, um, I think they did a really nice job of branding this, like that smiley face, and you, you kind of get the idea that this is different than a normal comic book and that type of thing. I, I'm, uh, I, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think the teaser is just the whole, it's uh, Rorschach pretty much saying, yeah, we're not going to save you. You're toast. Yeah, and then you true. have the... Then you have the smiley face. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pumped for it. I mean, I'm, I've never read The Watchmen, but I am a comic book fan. And like you said, there isn't a whole lot of big actors drawn in. But I still, I don't know. There's something about it. It's probably the ad campaign, like I said, that I think that's going to have some mass appeal to it. Um, what I like about it, my personally, is I think it's nice that I don't know the graphic novel. It's kind of new to me. I'm a little excited to find out about the trip you know the watchman universe basically whereas you know you kind of have the the old tried and true x-men and spider-man you know you just kind of okay here's another action scene with you know a hero fighting a villain so i'm kind of interested to see you know this whole different set of characters and stuff like that yeah did anyone really even bring up like try to see the or read the graphic novel before it's, the it's movie actually, i may have mentioned this before but uh I've, I've had three or four friends say hey do you want to borrow this before you go see it and the answer is inevitably no uh for the for the same reason <laughs> that I, that i said that choke was kind of a shitty movie like i'm sure it was actually a pretty good movie but it, it just it didn't do anything for me like it pissed me off because i've read the book and it's very very difficult i mean a book can be it can be 300, 400 pages. You can you can put you can have first person narration, third person, uh, you know what people are thinking and all this sort of thing. Whereas in a movie, it's very it's very confined and limited. And it's and I'd rather see the movie on its own merits. And if I like it, then read the book, then read the book, and then see the movie because I'm going to hate the movie 99 times out of 100. Yeah, Jeff, we're not here to discourage people from reading. So you know. I am. People still, please go read your read your books and read your watch. Read your right. watch no, nobody reads I mean, well. <laughs> nobody on this show reads more than I do. I love reading. Everybody yes. read. Please yes. read. And I'm the anti-Jeff, so I, I'm usually not in any danger of having some literary piece of work being ruined by a movie. <laughs> this... So even with like even with this great ad campaign though, this movie's not going to beat out like the big, big name and the genius publicity in like on Terminator Salvation with Christian Bale just yelling at people to get get attention. I mean, like how many spoofs? Anti publicity. There's no such thing as anti publicity. It's all publicity, (laughs) and that that is the best publicity. Publicity. That's always the hardest word for me to say. Publicity stunt uh, that I've seen in years. I'm going to go see that movie because of Christian. Bale yelling, "You're fucking unprofessional," and that—that's uh, I mean, I'm dead serious about that. I really think that they'll that they'll crack 200 million because of that. Oh, I don't think it's gonna make it to 200 million. What? I don't think Ter- Terminator is gonna beat out Watchmen. No, no, I don't think so either. And I don't think either really? of them are gonna beat out. I think it's gonna go Transformers 2, Watchmen, Terminator. Yeah, Terminator's just got. I mean, I don't know. It's just too old of a story now. I mean, it's got to the point where they're at the end of the line, it's just like, okay, now we're just fighting robots, go. And I don't think there's enough there to to draw people in. Yeah, but Batman's in it, and he swears at lighting, guys, so that's pretty sweet. That Not only sweet. Batman, you have Helena Bonham Carter and Moonblood Good, who was discussed in Legend of Chun-Li. <laughs> I didn't know Moonblood Good was in it. She's, she's in a, everything. She's a cinema <laughs> juggernaut right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I don't like. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna see Terminator Salvation just because Arnold Schwarzenegger is not in it. Obviously, you gotta you know stick loyal to your, to your people. Yeah, yeah, for a cameo, I had heard. Good if, if if I if I find out that he was actually in it later, we'll 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 see. And you have Michael Ironside from Top Gun fame in it as well. Badass. So maybe well, yeah, yeah, not just Top Gun. That guy's been in plenty of stuff. He's awesome. <laughs> Starship Troopers, come on. Yeah, see. Oh, Rico's Roughnecks. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I saw the movie. Oh, man. So, <laughs> yeah. So, aside from the, the publicity stunts with Terminator Salvation, we don't, we, it's not, yeah, that won't beat Watchmen. So, what, what, you think Transformers 2 really has it? Yeah, absolutely. I think Transformers 2 really has it. Yeah, it's, it's got enough, 
like action scenes just to get the general fans that want to see some action and not care about the Transformers that I think it'll still that, do just, really good money. It, it's coming out in the middle of summer. It, it screams blockbuster. The first one made like $320 million. It's, I think, number 20 all time. Like it's that, that, that movie just screams money. And then you got the Megan Fox thing, <laughs> who is... I, like honestly, she's she's widely accepted as Earth's hottest chick, and that that's uh that so people are gonna go see her in this movie. I think we. Oh man, well we. I was gonna bring up Jeff's Parker Posey of of ugly girls in Hollywood, and I can I can. <laughs> but, yeah, she's uh, not one of them, not yet anyway. So. I want to get back to the feeling that why why does Watchmen feel like it's a summer like doesn't it feel like it's a summer blockbuster movie coming out like Watchmen in the next week oh, which is March it's not even spring hype, yet I think yeah it's definitely the first event movie of the year by far very 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 interesting it doesn't have Michael Bay attached to it how is it supposed to be how how is it supposed to be Transformers without Michael Bay um. I, yeah, I don't really know. What I don't is. know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have a chance. Did you know Michael Bay produced Friday the Thirteenth? The yes. original? Yeah. No, no, no. no, 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 no. The remake. Well, the remake. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> if he did the one where Kevin Bacon gets stabbed, then then I'm interested. But that's. <laughs> well, everything he touches turns into an action gold mine. Am I right? Yes, you are. Except yeah. for um, okay. except for uh, Pearl Harbor. Oh yeah, he did do Pearl Harbor. Didn't yeah. He? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I still haven't seen that movie. Four hours of my life saved from what, what I've heard. Still haven't, still haven't. I haven't seen <laughs> it yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it either. But I, I'm not going to say I still haven't, or I haven't seen it yet, or any of that. I'm not going to see that movie. I've okay, so it. if it's okay, if it's between if it's between Transformers two and Wa- or the Watchmen, I was about to say Wanted, the Watchmen for their number one. Like uh, there are other people in this fight, right? We've got. G.I. Joe, for one, no, which is no, going to be... Close. No, oh, come on. No, no. Close. no way. <laughs> come on, G.I. Joe, are you serious? Is every Harry little, every little kid's... Shot. Agreed. Yeah, that's a good point. When's Harry Potter coming out? July? July 17th. July 17th. Uh, that's midsummer, and they did postpone it. It was supposed to be coming out in Christmas until those dicks said, oh, wait, here's an open weekend in the summer. Let's take it. Yeah. I thought that it still has... writer's strike. Whatever, alright. Well, the reason it was open, that weekend was open, because there was a gap from movies not being made from the writer's strike. Gotcha. It was set to come out in winter. It was done. And they're like, wait a minute, the writer's strike opened up a gold mine on July, whatever, so, and they moved yeah. it. Perfect. Yeah, I think uh, Harry Potter's fan base, and plus all the fringe fans, is going to be enough to make it huge. So it's if, definitely going to give the uh, the big dogs a run for their money. Speaking of uh, reading books, have you guys read any of those books? No. no, no. Actually, I started reading the first one once. And I'm like, wow, this is a lot like the movie, and then I put it down. <laughs> See, I, that's like, what happened was like the first three came out before the movie did for me. And yeah, I'll go off on a little bit of a tangent here. We got time, right? Um, and, uh, and the first three came out, and my sister started reading them, and then handed them off to my parents. And my sister became like obsessed with them. My parents really liked them, and so I became like a pariah in my own family for not having read some books. So, I, so I started reading them, and they're absolute fucking horseshit. But um, they're entertaining. I mean, like, it's, 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 it's literally useless, but you can read them quickly anyway. Um, but, uh, they're garbage and, uh, <laughs> the movie, the movies are better, I think. The movies at least have some pretty oh. cool special effects. Oh, man. They're garbage. Are they more garbage than the Da Vinci Code? You shit no, all over that no, thing. And no, that has a sequel nothing, coming out, too, by the way. Nothing is more garbage than the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> that is like a Hardy Boys book for retards. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's coming it's coming out in May so it's trying to it's, it's trying to I can't finish a sentence I'm crying oh. it's coming out in May which so it's it's pretty much uh, positioned to be the blockbuster but I don't know I don't think yeah, I don't think Ron Hart and Tom Hanks no, are going to have a no. chance they have Ewan McGregor this time though dude they're signing on these genius they had English Tom people. Hanks last time it didn't do that great. Yeah. Well, they had Tom Hanks and uh, uh, who was it? Ian McKellen, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it'll be oh, a, by the way, I a wanna, moderate. I'm sorry about that retard comment. <laughs> it'll, it'll have moderate ex- success, but it's not going to be one of the big ones. I'll be surprised if it's in the money. top ten. Actually, what you don't think it's going to get the top ten of the year? Correct. Yeah, that's possible. It's possible. 
I also like. I also have on my you know little lookout for giant blockbuster money making machines films here. Uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, which is also Dead Summer, right? It's May. Um. Yeah. If you consider that yeah. Dead Summer, May first. I feel Whatever. like that'll do okay. I feel like that'll be the comic book fans that that saw Watchmen. And then not the people that were interested in yeah. just the ad campaign. Like I feel like it's it, it's going to be a smaller group. That, that yeah, yeah. It's it's going to depend on the quality of the movie on that one. A lot of times it doesn't, but I think on that one, like the initial weekend will be pretty good, and then after that, once word of mouth gets out, I think it's going to determine its success. And based off of previews and stuff, I'm not holding my breath on that one. Really, yeah. you're you're a pretty big X Men fan, right? Yeah, and a Wolverine yeah. fan. Yeah, you can call me a fanboy on that one, I guess. Interesting. And so you don't plan on seeing this? You're going to wait to hear I might see it, but I I don't know. I haven't made up my mind yet. Gotcha. First movie he'll be starring in since uh, his genius Oscar performance, which I never saw. And Ryan Reynolds, of course. Don't forget him. Who's also in the proposal. He is a plus. He is a plus to that. Do we want to talk about the proposal? (laughs) No, 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 the proposal's nowhere. We'll make the top ten. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so I've got I've got one that you haven't you guys haven't considered yet that might be the Watchmen or Transformers two, and that is and I lost it. It wasn't <laughs> going to be it. I, I, it was no, it was Star Trek. And by the way, ah. I didn't know they were actually putting Star Trek on the end of the list, like Star Trek eleven. This is actually Star Trek eleven. Yeah, that's, I didn't re- that surprised yeah. me when I saw that. Yeah, too. I thought it was just going to well, be you know, Star were, Trek. They were like the, the next generation, and yeah, a lot that didn't okay. get numbered. Well, it's like saying it's like uh, James Bond twenty two or whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, t- talk about an event, but talk about an event, right? Like they're restarting the series. Yeah, the, this is a people. big step. This is definitely a big step, and I think people are going to go just to check it out to see how they do this recreation. Yeah, so is I, this? I, it's it's going to be that might be another one that's kind of like in the Wolverine boat, where if the movie ends up getting a lot of word of mouth, it might get a decent run in there. Yeah, if it's, and if it's I, not a total piece of shit, it'll be like top five this year. But I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be anywhere near like the. At least it has some names in it that, that like like uh, that might well, be its problem. Like Winona Ryder is the uh, human mother of Spock. Yeah, yeah, it's his. It's his mom, <laughs> idiot. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So, is it gonna be as hyped up as Episode One, Star Wars? Do you think that is it that hyped? God, no. No, uh, Episode no. 1 of Star Wars got hyped for like three years before it yeah. came out. Yeah. Like, Just uh, the, the time elapsed between movies makes the huge difference there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just asking questions here. Star Wars sucks compared... Or Star Trek sucks compared to Star Wars. That's we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll I, talk I about guess that. that's probably another podcast. But, uh, yeah. Shatner himself is just too much to reckon with. I, I'm, we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I, let me introduce you to Darth Vader. <laughs> Shatner, here, here's Darth Vader. Talk. <laughs> Have sex with that. Is there so? She can not get it because he has sex all right. with all the aliens. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Like so, it. Watchmen, Transformers two. There's what are we putting next to these in terms of making? It has a chance to be number one. Um, you're missing like a whole genre, basically. Like the what? kids' films. Coms. Oh, the that's kids' true. films. That's oh, true. Monst- we got Monsters and Aliens is going to be huge. Monsters and Aliens. I haven't con- actually. I, did not I don't think, think about think that. Which is I coming th- out soon. That's thirteenth. Uh, twenty uh, seventh, I think. Whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's going to be huge. DreamWorks is behind it. They've been known to throw a blockbuster or two out there with the Shreks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't think Up is going to do as well. I think it's going to be. I don't know. It's going to be more modest. I don't think it's going to be as fun as a lot of their other Pixar movies. And you haven't heard like I haven't heard anything about it. Like yeah, you see once in a while you see yeah, you see that teaser where it's like, you know, oh, his house is lit up by balloons. That's it. Yeah. Little do you know it's supposed to be about an old man that never got to, you know, explore Africa or something and he wants to go down that he wants to fly out and explore the world and oh yeah, and a kid gets stuck with him. Aside yeah, from the yeah. Shreks, what has DreamWorks done that's been really like that successful? Um, actually, the Madagascars are fairly good as uh, far as box office. Okay, all right. Well, Dreamy's, they had one DreamWorks is a big, big production other than animated animation, right? Like they do. Oh yeah, they do. You know, I don't know what movies right, are right, attached to them I'm specifically, the, uh, but the, yeah, the digital animation. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess 
I guess they could be. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let Transformers Two be be hurt by your monsters and aliens. Yeah. Movie, but Ice Age is coming out this year too. The third yeah, one. Ice Age Ten. Yeah, that one won't do as good. I think that's. I don't know they kind of done that. Yeah, I think I think people are sick of Ray Romano's stupid voice. Yeah, they're sick of giggling at the little squirrel. Oh, um, I, have pro- I have no problem with Ray Romano. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The uh, sad but true one might be Hannah Montana too. Oh God, yeah, and that's soon. Yeah, protect, it's April. Protect your kids. Don't yeah. go to the movie theater when that, that thing is just on out. fire publicity-wise as far as the little kids. So, God. speaking speaking of little kids dominating stuff, have you seen this? Uh, what is it? Like Little Miss Perfect or something? This TV show about little kids that do pageants, like beauty pageants. Um, oh, I heard a little bit about it. I saw. I saw this. <laughs> I saw this, uh, I never, I rarely ever catch the local news, and I actually caught some of it just eating eating dinner a little bit ago, and I saw this, like, blip about how two kids get in a fight, they've got to be, like, six, and I'm laughing just uncontrollably, <laughs> and I can see why, I can see why the show actually attracts people, but, like, it's got to be, this is the, the lowest of the low for civil- civilization, just teaming up kids against kids, and who can be better physically and then just, oh, yeah, let's tape it and show it to everybody. And everybody loves it. I feel like a complete terrible person for watching such a thing. <laughs> Anyhow, kids like Hannah Montana, this stuff might be entertaining, but it's bad for you, unlike all the other movies that we love. Yeah, I've got a goddaughter or two who's in love with the whole genre. So I liked it better when they liked, you know, the Wonder Pets and stuff. That was way better. Now they're getting into Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. I would have loved it. Would have loved it. Yeah, and really, I, yeah, Hannah Montana's gonna make lots of money. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Not as much as GI Joe, but I'll let it slide. I don't know. No, GI Joe. Each, each, each person, each person who's deciding to go to GI Joe doesn't have a kid ticket to go with it. You're yeah. saying, you're Kids saying people without GI Joe anymore? Are you kidding me? Yeah. There's a new GI Joe. I thought there's a new. Like cartoon GI Joe, that doesn't happen. Hollywood's only an interested in original ideas. Yeah, sort of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that came out, which is a blockbuster. Come on, people. Was it? No, it wasn't. No, yeah, it I wasn't. think so. That's all right. That's all right. But Dennis Quaid's in this. You've got Marlon Wayans, obviously. To, you got you know, Dennis Quaid to I mean, come let's, let's to come together to come minutes. to come together and create this genius film, but. All right, fine. If GI Joe's if GI Joe's not on it, how about Avatar? Avatar is going to make the most money, but it doesn't come out till the end of the year. Is the problem? That's what makes it Ooh, not very summerish. I've definitely that, actually li- that that's an argument I'd listen to because uh, James Cameron. I don't know. A couple of his movies have done pretty well uh, in the <laughs> box office. So not yeah, to mention his mysterious departure from movies in general, or at least movies that hit Hollywood. Are you know that's going to be enough money making right there to. To put it I don't think anybody way. gives a shit, actually. Um, but uh, or at least not not enough of the population to, to you know give you give you like a box office smash. But like I think yeah. that his movies tend to have a giant mass appeal, and so I, I wouldn't be surprised to see this uh, Avatar movie do very well. And it's we've talked about it when we talked about our you know lookout for two thousand nine movies, and it's going to be like a technolog. I don't want to say technological technologically awesome, but it's going to be. It's supposed to show us some new things, man. You're going to be impressed. Other than Sigourney Weaver, you're going to be impressed. Let me tell you. I, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's not going to make the top ten of the year. Jesus. I'm going to hold you to that, James. I'm holding okay. you to this. That's you exactly. you first. I wouldn't put money against you. Hmm. I think it just might be a little too different, too non-mainstream to attract a huge crowd. I'm very intrigued, and it's one of my most, you know, I'm kind of, you know, anticipating that one a lot, but as You're far, be as, there as, far as huge dollar value crowd pleaser type, I'm not sure that that's the, that movie. It's not like, point. you know, Night at the Museum 2. Yeah, Night at the Museum 2. Don't, don't deny it. Don't deny it. Ricky Gervais is going to be in it again, so I might actually go see it. Owen Wilson wins everything. Is, is Charlie Murphy going to be in it again? Because that's all I want to see. Charlie Murphy <laughs> was in Night Museum? He was in, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was in the cab Museum. driver at the end. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's great. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, so that's, that has a chance. It, it'll probably fall short just because it's a, 
you know, not new to anybody anymore. You know, ooh, things come to life at the museum, but it, it'll still do good. But I, I doubt it'll be top five of the year or anything. So putting putting it putting it to an end here, Jeff. Number one, we're, we've pretty much pointed to Transformers Two or Watchmen. Uh, at least it sounds like it. I've, James, I've seen Transformers. Monsters or Aliens? Is Monsters or Aliens up there with these three? Um, no, but one that we didn't mention that I do want to bring up is uh, pretty much New Moon, which has that uh, rabid following. You know the the Twilight crew. The, yeah, uh, that comes out this oh, year already. I thought it was going to be November. Next year. November, oh. from what I understand. So, you know, it's pretty much Harry Potter's little sister wow, all grown up. They are pumping those out. Yeah. Just so, for, all, for, all those, for all those Twilight people out there that are, are listening to our genius show, apparently there's going to be a Twilight special release thing. I'm sure all these Twilight people know about this already, but it's one of those, all right, we're doing the midnight release. Everybody stay up really late. I think it's next week. So get ready, prepare yourself, go, to, go and get in line at Borders at like 10, probably like 7, I guess, and you'll get your... Uh, Twilight DVD early. Congratulations. It'll be yeah. great. If I had to pick between the two, I might have to lean Watchmen, actually, but Transformers is probably the better bet. My heart's for Watchmen. My heart's yeah. for Watchmen. Oh, I'm and sure the Transformers be... movie's going to be a steaming pile of shit, but I heard Tatura's going to be in it, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, in, in terms of you know quality movie plus the blockbuster moneymaker, Watchmen is the favorite for me, for sure. Yeah, the, the Watchmen, I mean, it's definitely... Got me behind it, mostly because of the no cast thing. It's just, I mean, not many movies have gone through and you know been a big event movie without a big name anymore. Yeah, it seems yeah. like these days all of the blockbusters have to be a vehicle for some star. I mean, it's true. Star no, Wars that, comes yeah, to mind, obviously. Alec no, Guinness was huge, but beyond that, I mean, really, there was nobody in that movie. I think it wasn't Carrie Fisher like the daughter of two Hollywood people that was kind of like true. Yes, but yeah. uh, Debbie, she had Debbie been Reynolds, in a whole lot of stuff, and, and right. Yeah, no, and I mean, Harrison Star was Wars, still young at the time. Right, he had been in American Graffiti, and that was about it, I think, at that yeah. point, right? Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, Harry Potter was kind of like that, just because you know the kids are a bunch of no namers, but. Yeah, there's not a whole lot that actually that pulled Rickman off. Alan Rickman in it, though. That guy's a badass. And I do Rickman. love Alan Rickman. Yeah. He is cool. Snape. Severus Snape. <laughs> Have you heard? Never mind. Never mind. Hans Gruber, YouTube, I think. YouTube references. But I guess, you know, Zack Snyder's pretty good at it, because, I mean, 300 wasn't really filled with stars either. Yeah, and again, it just comes down to the, man, this guy's a, you know, cine- cinematic genius, and I think people are looking like, did, for that. Did we really like 300 that much? I wasn't, like... It was a, it was just a giant, it was a giant just, here, look how pretty this picture I can make. That was it. Like, the yeah, plot it, was It was killing. stylized yeah, violence. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I what I'm that's saying. true. Like, I really like the part where guys when with I say, spears shoved through their guns. Yeah, like, like, when that, I say cinematic, cool. I mean, I mean, the picture looks awesome, cool, yeah. vivid. It feels, yeah, it, like pretty much they're looking for that I in Watchmen. Plus, it. they're pretty much looking for the, a plot which was missing in 300 in Watchmen. Plus, the video is going to be, you know, great. When I say video, I mean film. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Anyhow, uh, so we're giving it the nod. We got Watchmen. Jeff says Transformers 2, even though he loves Watchmen. And I don't know, like Transformers 2. Megan Fox is a force to be reckoned with, but I hope Watchmen gets number one this year. We'll see. We'll see. Too bad there's not an Oscar for most money made. That's all I gotta say. Because they, cause they need something bad. else. That is too uh, bad. <laughs> I think there is one. <laughs> um, what'd you say, James? I said yeah, because they need something else besides all the money to yeah register accomplishment. Yeah, no joke. Of course. So moving moving past our Watchmen taking down number fifty million dollars is great, yeah. but this giant statue makes it even better. That's great. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, anyhow, we gotta get we gotta get moving here. Our Parker Posey's it's Parker Posey time, people, and we need to discuss J- Jeff's. What well, Jeff's was last week, right? No, I think it was no, actually, was no James. Yeah, James. James. I'm, I apologize. I completely. I'm sorry. Not enough apologies. So James' question was: If you were going to be accepting an award, or sorry, an Oscar, who would you want to present you the Oscar? I thought it was a great and question. I really did. Thank you. I like. I you. thought it was out of the box. It was good. It was. It wasn't my standard uh, pick an item from a movie question. So usually I go pop culture. This time I went a little bit deeper, I guess. Yeah, I think it had some feeling to it. There were some yeah. people. The answers, they, like which yeah, answers really you like, answer but had great answers. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was happy with the responses. I thought everyone had really good answers. Uh, I'm still sticking with my Kevin Spacey. Didn't get convinced otherwise. Uh, special props out to you know Galloway for pe- 
picking a friend of the show, Jessica Beale. Happy birthday, Jessica. And, uh, yeah, it was overall a good feel for it, I think. I think the why was very important, too. The why, yeah. And why, yeah. Yeah, like my Bjork answer. Yeah, exactly. It's a good answer. It's a great answer. I thought, and we had we had two people that changed their minds, didn't we? Yeah, two people yeah. that are like, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick this. Wait a minute, since everyone's picking these, I'm, I'm gonna change my mind. And I, I think I think everyone's answers are pretty decent. And I I wasn't happy with my own, as uh, mentioned in the last podcast. But the Morgan Freeman comment from KPW gets gets my win. Morgan Freeman's definitely. great. Yeah, he's done a lot he has, of shit, but he's definitely yeah. a great actor. He's yeah, a class yeah. act. Ever since Electric Company on TV. <laughs> I don't even know what you're yeah, talking about. That's, great, that's okay. Just, yeah. It was on back to back with Sesame Street. That's what I grew up on. Pretty wow, much. Old, Jim, keep yeah. being old. That's, that's cool. awesome. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite, Jeff, out of the the answers here, or what was your least favorite? Um, you know, one that I had actually toyed with an awful lot was the one that Dean came up with was Wes Anderson, who is a, a just an absolute. Uh, genius, one of my favorite filmmakers, writes and directs a lot, uh, and I just thought, it, it, kind of the, for the same reason I picked Bill Murray, that here's a guy that, if this guy's saying good things about me, I must have done something right. I think Bill Murray's a way better choice than Wes Anderson, but... I well, think that's just, why I picked it. Yeah, I think... <laughs> what, I think Wes... You're right. Great point. I think Wes Anderson... He does great work, but I don't know how great of a person he is compared to Bill Murray. Bill Murray, I've seen a lot more. Like you just said, you've seen a lot more out out, out of the box, not in the theater. Here we're talking with Bill Murray, and he seems really legitimately awesome. Yeah, really cool, just really, a really, really down to earth. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, yeah, who knows, who knows anything uh, about any of these people, but he seems like, like, yeah. like a genuinely cool guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I b- believe it was B. Lee who mentioned uh, Redford, and I had actually con- considered a, him when I was really thinking of answer. my answer. That's been around forever, respected. Yeah, I've always yeah. respected his stuff. Yeah, and there was a, um, just recently I heard, it wasn't, oh man, what podcast I was listening to? Of course I listened to other podcasts to spread the wealth uh, around, and I was listening to it, it was about the the last selling that uh, President Bush was doing about selling uh, um National Forest in Tennessee and some other places, and there was a discussion about Robert Redford showing up before, like the last like town, not town meeting, but it was like a, a state meeting where he gave a, a press, you know, speech about, hey, don't do this. We need to sa- we need to save our lands, etc. And he's really publicly publicly outspoken, uh, and he uh, very good guy from Paul Newman for uh, from all yeah, the- well, yeah, him and Paul, New- yeah, Paul, they did the same shit. God bless Paul Newman. Another answer I really liked was uh, Michelle W.'s answer of Tina Fey. Uh, not it wouldn't have been my pick, but I feel like from, from like a female perspective, Tina Fey is as fucking cool as it gets. Like she is just incredibly funny, like quick. Like if you ever see an interview with her, she is just very, very smart and funny. And uh, that's that's the type of person that I would want as well. I All think. right. Are are you into Thirty Rock? I've never actually watched it. Does I've seen, you guys I've watch that movie? I watch that show? I, I'm not I'm not against it. I don't watch it religiously or anything like that. But I'm not against it. Uh, like I am most of the stuff on television. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't. I certainly don't make time to watch it. Gotcha. No problem. Well, I appreciate uh, everybody's answers. Uh, you can always go to gungapit.com slash forums. I forgot to throw out the plug way earlier, but uh, gungapit.com slash forums for the Parker Posey stuff as <laughs> well as... There's chance that anybody will yeah. listen to the whole thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to discuss uh, the podcast, the episodes, and tons of other random pop culture stuff. Um, but it is now time for the new Parker Posey, which we had just just said you can go to the forums to comment about. We bring up the question. My, this is my question this week, and Jeff and James have to answer it on the spot. And uh, we will bring up your comments next week. Uh, the question is, this is actually a question. I've been keeping this in my back pocket. I actually, it was actually brought up on the forums. And we had mentioned, like, oh, you shouldn't have brought it up. You should have, like, whispered one of us and told us, you know, sent us a PM and said, hey. So you're counting us up there. Yeah, pretty okay, much. Great, great. And I'm actually putting up an open invitation. If anybody has a good idea for Parker Posey, please uh, – Instant message me or Jeff or James will be happy to uh, use your ammunition. Yes, yeah, we're running out, obviously. No, no, I, I have some good ones, but I like this one, and so I, I'm moving on to it. I've it's never a, had a good one, so <laughs> yeah, he, he hasn't. Uh, so the question is: uh, name a person. It doesn't have to be an actor. It could be an actor, a director, a grip. I don't, I don't care if you can think of Somebody a grip. That's great. Yeah, name a person with the best quote unquote track record in their movie career. So who's done with the most amount of movies or, you know, I don't know if we want to put a limit here. We could put, you know, minimum movie, three, four movies. But 
who's done the best the most often in the movies they've been in. And I'm going to be bringing up sort of speaking like a broken record for this episode at least. I'm going to use big boy, I keep saying big boy, uh, Paul Newman, who I, maybe I'm just in the spirit of it from watching The Hustler, but he's always done a great job. And I don't know, like I'm not basing this on, you know, just movie, like we've been discussing, gross profit from how much these movie, his movies have made, but his job as an actor, I'm incorporating how well the movie was in general, have they been considered classics or what have you. And Paul Newman has a great track record for it. And he's been in, I think, like 30-plus. And it's he's done a really great job. Um, obviously, he's the late Paul Newman, I think, last year. And we've discussed him on the show. And he's a, he was a very, very good person. I'm getting teary-eyed. But Paul Newman is is my pick for the best track record. Um, are, we t- are we saying that uh, movie misses count very heavily against this? Or... We're just talking That's going to be, if uh, I guess it depends. Like, if you're talking about Sigourney Weaver and Alien Resurrection, or are you talking about Caddyshack 2? I'm not, like, it sort of depends. It depends. Both. <laughs> well, I'm just saying if, let's say, uh, I have an actor of mine, which I don't yet, but that has, like, 30 great films, and then he also has 15 pretty bad ones. I, we're mean, di- I don't, yeah, we're not weighing them more than the pluses. So it's batting average. We're looking at batting average here. We're not looking at a... Okay, so... Gross, like good number of uh, good movies, isn't necessarily the best just because he might have a bunch of misses. Also, correct, correct. Okay, I've actually got one, which is sort of surprising to me. Um, I I <laughs> um, good, because that'll give me more time to think. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's a, um, it, it's just popped it's in a heart, my it's head, a- and it's so bizarre because you, you were saying like it's obviously like a joke. You're like grip, whatever, but it's actually a production designer that popped right into my head when you said this, and it's a guy named David Wasco or Dave Wasco. Um, Dave Wasco. Yeah, W A S C O. Who's done? <laughs> uh, um, I think all. No, actually, not 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 all. Um, he did uh, Wes Anderson's first three films, so Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, Rail Bombs. He's also done almost all, if not all, of Quentin Tarantino's uh, movies. Um, in addition That's to that, good. yeah, I know. In, in, in addition to that, he's done, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, he did Collateral, which was not a bad flick at all. Um, he did, uh, let me look at some of this other stuff here. Uh, Twister, not a bad movie. Um, he, he had some here that I haven't seen, but... You realize uh, that's the old Twister, right? Not the new Twister? It's a 1989 movie with... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's like bad 80s movie Twister. Like, I think it's Acid Trip Twister. Like oh, not well, Twister I'm sure Twister, it's but. sweet. Um, but anyway, yeah. no, I, thought it was, I, I would have thought it was new Twister. I, well, I, I only thought of him because I knew he did both uh, Tarantino's and Anderson's movies. Yeah, but. if you're involved in all of Wes Anderson's and Quentin Tarantino's movies, you're doing something yeah, right, the, I would because, say. And, and not to mention, like, as a production designer, like... You think that that's kind of like a bullshit job but like if you actually think about the uh like the, the scenes around both of those both those people's movies like the actual uh like the the, the cinematography that that's or like the uh well i guess the production design it's it's actually yeah. fantastic it's you even like especially in wes anderson's movies you actually notice it which is something you you couldn't say for most movies where you kind of stop and go hey the production design of that movie was fantastic so this guy's obviously got something going for him that's a very good answer. Very good answer. Kudos for even knowing a production designer. God knows I don't. <laughs> That's the only one I yeah. can come up with. There's, definitely, there's no chance in hell I can come up with another production designer. <laughs> James, do you have enough time? Do we need to talk um, about Yeah, Bingo I, I think for a while? I got one. Um, this is a director that I just love a lot of his movies. Sure, he's got some misses, but I, th- I think the, the potency of the hits are... are at least in my mind, just totally outweighed. Better not be Ridley Scott. No, it's not Ridley Scott. Legend, it's, dude. Never mind. It's it's yeah, very legendary guy. Yeah, not legend the movie. Um, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, that's why I caught it at the last second. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Jin, you know Mr. Mainstream himself, Steven Spielberg. Interesting, interesting. Um, I love a lot of his movies. Uh, even Jaws, I don't like horror movies, and, you know, that's not your stereotypical horror movie, but, you know, it's, you know, it made me afraid of the water for a while after seeing that. Were you, were you're basing this solely on directing, or... Per, yeah, directing can, credits, okay, yeah, right, directing we, credits. Okay. That's important. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, love the movie. Raiders Lost Ark, favorite movie. E.T., really good movie. Temple of Doom, you know, really good. I mean, all the Indiana Jones ones are good, except for, you know, the last one. You're, um... <laughs> 
Schindler's List, I mean, Saving Private Ryan, Catch Me If You Can, my Minority Report was okay. Uh, I like Munich, that was pretty good. I like so the Terminal, actually. The, that was kind of one that... Yeah, I was just going to say, the, the, the Terminal was pretty good. I did like that one. James, you wooed um, me. You've gone through like the whole list and you haven't read Hook yet. Yeah, I, 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 I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Hook a lot, actually, myself. Yeah, right? Dawson Hoffman's I, I get role. more enjoyment out of the fact that you like it than I do with the Nazi <laughs> movie, to tell you the truth. Um, I actually liked Always. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Always. That was, that I was, was just looking at that, trying small, to figure out what film. it was. I looked him up on IMDb, and I, I, I don't know if I even have heard of this movie. I haven't. I've only seen it once, maybe twice, but way back when it first got released, and it's uh, Dreyfus is... If I remember this correctly, he's a pilot who puts out forest fires, you know, via dropping the water, ah, yeah. and oh, he ends up he ends it. up dying and comes back, and pretty much his mission as a spirit or whatever is hooking his wife up with you know her new true love, and it's very kind of sad and poignant and that sort of thing. But it, it was it was it did its job. It was good. Sounds like Ghost. It does sound like um, Ghost, except for the exact opposite. <laughs> Get off my train! Yeah, <laughs> I just want to say get off you my know, train. You know, Whoopi Goldberg is a you know another pilot for it. No, I'm kidding. Get yeah, back yeah, my it, son. All good. I mean, he definitely has you know a couple misses. I mean, War of the Worlds was very eh. Um, I'll skip Hook. Um, <laughs> Don't. But <laughs> some of the Jurassics are pretty you know suspect. You know, did he do all stuff, the Jurassics? Yeah. I thought he just did the first one. Um, he did one and two at least. Yeah, he did at least. Oh the first yeah, he two. did. He did do the second one. That's right. I, I wasn't a big fan of AI. Obviously, he inherited that from Kubrick. But uh, really, I thought the en- the end of AI was good. I like the end. Other than that, it was anyhow. So whatever. yeah, I, I really enjoy most of his stuff. So I haven't seen Amistad yet, but all good answers. All good answers. I, I agree with all, everyone you said. Even the production designer one. Even though I had no idea who it was until he brought it up, you had me sold, Jeff. You had me sold. Um, but yes, uh, the question again. By the way, you can go to gungapit.com/forums to answer and play along. Um, the question is: Name a person. Could be director, production designer, actor, actress, whatever. I, I was tempted to bring up that Stephen Daldry director who I was telling you about, who's directed three movies. Yeah, all yeah. Who I voted been nominated for, for all three. Yeah, I was the sole voter <laughs> for him. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Name a person. Any anybody in the business with the best track record in their movie career, and you can sort of take that with some. Um, some leeway what that means but uh, yeah we're looking for some personal opinions we will be bringing them up next week um, and next week we have some pretty big stuff slated Ides of March we're discussing the Ides of March next week how intense can you it's get surprised I bet yeah. you are yeah, yeah. so prepare yourself for that and uh, yeah James and Jeff uh, we will be looking forward to more of your action on the forums and next week thank you for uh, playing along and your input tune in next time thanks guys Take care, everybody. Thanks you for joining us on the Richard Gears Adopt a Pet Movie Hour. <laughs>